Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 1st of August. In the top news, let's first look at the latest data on the economy. India's eight core infrastructure industries grew 8.2% in June and that's the fastest pace since January this year. On a sequential basis, the index contracted by 0.9%. But this is significant because coal, crude oil, natural gas, refinery products, fertilizer, steel, cement and electricity count among the core sectors which comprises 40% of the index of industrial production and that bodes well for the Indian economy. The central government's fiscal deficit for the first quarter of the financial year that ends in March 2024 has reached 25.3% of the full year budgetary estimate and in absolute terms the fiscal deficit stood at 4.5 lakh crore against the budgeted estimate of 17.9 lakh crore for the full fiscal. Now goods and services tax evasion data indicates that the central board of indirect taxes has detected evasion worth 1.3 lakh crore in over 15,562 cases in the financial year ending March 2023. Of this, over 33,000 crore has been recovered and 190 arrests have been made, according to data presented by the Union Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman in Parliament yesterday. Gaming companies are expecting a revision in how the 28% tax is levied in um, order to avoid the repetition ahead of the 51st GST Council meeting. According to some members of the industry, the GST Council should consider imposing a tax on gross gaming revenue or using net deposits as the method of valuation instead of levying a 28% tax on the full face value at the start of an individual game. We're expecting to get some clarity on this after the scheduled meeting on the 2nd of August. Now, the central government has raised the price of domestic natural gas yesterday to $7.85 per million British thermal units for August from $7.48 in July. The gas produced from the nomination fields of Oil and Natural Gas Corp and Oil India will have a ceiling of $6.5. That's according to a notification by the Petroleum Planning and Analysis Cell. In the automotive space, Maruti Suzuki India's board approved the acquisition of the contract manufacturing company Suzuki Motor Gujarat from parent Suzuki Motor Corp to bring all production-related activities under the Indian operations. Chairman R.C. Bhargava said that the company expects to finish the acquisition by the end of the ongoing financial year. Presently, Suzuki Motor Corp holds 100% of the Gujarat manufacturing facility, which sells various models including Baleno, Desire and Swift to Maruti Suzuki at cost. Now, this isn't expected to have a significant change in terms of cost, but R.C. Bhargava says that this is related to Maruti Suzuki getting into manufacturing of electric vehicles. Now, as you saw yesterday, the equity markets moved higher, aided by global sentiment, but overseas investors remained net sellers yesterday for the third session in a row. Foreign portfolio investors offloaded stocks worth 701 crore rupees, according to data from the National Stock Exchange. 
Now, Apple's major supplier, Foxconn, is planning to invest close to $500 billion to build two component factories in India as part of a steady diversification from China. At least one of the factories that the Taiwanese company plans to build in Karnataka state will produce Apple parts, according to sources who spoke to Bloomberg. A formal announcement is expected as early as this week. Oil has posted its largest monthly increase in more than a year on signs that the market is tightening, with analysts expecting that crude demand is running at a record clip just as OPEC Plus cuts back on production. Last I checked, Brent crude had reached the $85 per barrel mark on the upside. The news around China spurring on its economy has also aided sentiment. Equity markets in the U.S. inched higher, and it's another positive start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region as well. Does that set the stage for a positive move in Indian equities? Let's ask Neeraj. Morning, Neeraj. What are you focusing on at the start today? Good morning, Alex. Um, And, uh, you know, it's interesting um, what's happening in the world markets, which is giving some bit of a leg up for our markets. We We had seen that in trade yesterday as well very likely that we might see a bit of a continuation out there. The momentum, I mean, it's not very large momentum, but it's it's stable and which is not bad considering that we've had a pause both on Thursday and Friday of last week. So uh, maybe that helps. Uh, but I don't think banks are leading that. If anything, there is some bit of a ruffle in IT from the lower levels. We're seeing building materials, we're seeing fertilizers and those pockets gaining some momentum. So let's see. Uh, if there is some traction with regards to that in trade today. Uh, In terms of results, now we at the turning to the fag end of the earnings season, uh, a lot of large stocks have already come out with results, but a clutch of important mid-cap names or non-index names coming out with numbers today. Uh, Adani Total Gas, there is uh, Escorts Kubota, which is expected to come out with a good quarter is PVR Inox and it'll be important to see what the footfalls are there or Thermax and see if they are seeing some pickup as far as um, cap good allocations go. So interesting um, names to come out with numbers today. In terms and auto sales numbers come out with numbers uh, with, with, with the data today. There's not too much of expectations uh, from the two wheeler stocks to be very honest except for iShare which is expected to come out with a good set of numbers. Uh, and Ashok Leyland might come out with a good set of numbers. So the expectations are low. If anything, if if the companies manage to beat these expectations, then there might be some traction there. What about stocks to focus on early morning? Well, Maruti, the numbers were in line with estimates. They've said that the demand is normal currently, but momentum should continue led by new product launches. They've gained some market share in the SUV category as well, which is probably good news for them. But the interesting bit is also that they are they have said that they will terminate the contract manufacturing agreement with Suzuki, Suzuki Motor after saying that uh, they will not and, and you know they will acquire uh, this plant. So this is uh, well scenario analysis that people have laid out is that whether they pay by cash or by equity issuance, there will be ROC dilution and that might uh, be bad news for Maruti. So let's see if the stock reacts negatively today. So that is one stock that people will be keeping or people should keep at the back of their mind. Then there is Bosch, continuing with auto Bosch. The numbers were okay, 17% growth, uh, margins expanded quite meaningfully, I might add, and profit up 22%. It's a number that, well, 
should not displease the street. So let's see if that one reacts. Petronet was ho hum. Uh, brokerages too have said that while the margins grew up to about 10%, it's not that all the things are falling in place for Petronet and therefore uh, not that constructive, if you will. Now, what did well? Two mid-cap names, HG Infra. Revenues up 22%, margins expand 150 basis points for an infra company. Net profit up 37%, decent numbers. It's a company called Best AgroLife, in which revenues were up 32%. Margins at 18.72% versus 11.53%. Net profit up 125%, so it did really well for itself. So that stock could do well. What will not do well, Keynes Technologies. Revenue is down 18%, EBITDA down 34%. Margins at 10.98 versus 13.62, so came off. Net profit down 34%. The stock trades at a trailing PE of 110 times. So it needs to put its best foot forward. Somehow this quarter hasn't been that. Very likely it will react negatively. Sumitomo Chemicals might react negatively because revenues were down 26. Net margins were at 11% versus 19%. Net profit down 55%. So not the best of uh, days for that one either. DLF could be in focus. Media reports suggest that there could be a block deal today where promoters could be a seller to the tune of up to 3%. So there might be a bit of a hangover there. And Wellspin, which came out with a rather good quarter, has given fairly decent commentary around restocking, if you will, uh, in the US. And that might just aid the sentiment for textile names, maybe. Not a very large pocket, but could impact. So watch out for that one as well. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.